Charlamagne to be here in a second, and it's Friday! Yes, it is. Friday is here, and I'm tired as a mother effer. Oh, are ya? Yes. How tired are they? Tired. <laughs> I had sex last night at 1.30 in the morning. So you are a mother effer. Yeah, well, shut up. But yes, but I did have sex at uh, late last night. My wife got home. She had to get her hair done and nails done. And I think this is TMI. And when she got home, I just wanted something. And, and now it was too late. I knew I shouldn't have did it because I was like, I'm going to be tired in the morning. Because you just can't give her no, no halfway tired penis. So all you got to right, give her like the right, full. Right, and I went right. fully in. And now I'm tired. This is a n- terrible way for me to have to start my Friday. Hey, Charlemagne. Hey, I was just telling guys. everybody I had sex last day at 1.30 in the morning, and I'm tired now, man. Yeah, you ain't got no legs I ain't got no legs. 40. Yes, I am. I know how that goes. I ain't got no legs. I, um, I, I, ain't got I no went legs. to the mall yesterday. Yeah, you was shopping. I'm oh, tired. <laughs> you were tired walking around. I was doing some retail therapy. <laughs> the retail therapy? Mm-hmm. I, um... Just, oh, never mind. I, do, I, I think, forgot we was a national syndicated radio show. I was about to tell New York City that Henry Hudson is all messed up. But <laughs> so, so salute to everybody in Houston. You don't know what the Henry Hudson Parkway is. But somebody out there okay. would probably know. You know, knows. Friday is a bad traffic day because I had a, a hard time driving. I don't know what was going on, but I, I don't know why Friday is the worst out of every day of the week. Well, usually people try to cut out a little early or get to work early Not so they can leave early. early. Yeah, oh, yeah. They get to work early so they can leave early and have like a longer weekend, it feels like. So a lot of people do that on Friday, especially in the summertime. It feels like there are a lot of trucks out this morning, though. Mm-hmm. And that always backs me up. I started to jack my uh, wife's pregnancy pillow. She got this bomb-ass pregnancy pillow that's like a full-body pillow. And it was just laying on the bed looking mad comfortable, so I laid on it for a split second. <laughs> I got to give you one of these my damn self. You want to be a little pregnant woman, <laughs> don't you? <laughs> you want to be a little Drop one of clues bombs for pregnancy pillows, damn it. You want to be a little pregnant Pregnancy woman pillows again, are man. comfortable as hell. If your wife got a pregnancy pillow, my brothers just lay on it for one second. That one second is going to turn into 10 minutes, 15 minutes, and she might walk in the room and tell you, if you don't get your ass off my pregnancy pillow. You want to try the pills next? You want to try the pregnancy pills next? <laughs> is that what you want to try? What's a pregnancy I, I pill? Got no morning sickness. Like they pregnancy have pills, pills for pills? being pregnant? Yes. Yeah, when you got morning sickness and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, when you just know. get you sick, know, I've never been pregnant, so. Well. I don't know what that's like. Tell your boyfriend take the condom off. No. She okay. said no. <laughs> All right, well, let's get the show cracking. G Herbo will be joining us uh, this morning. He yes, just sir. had a baby. He did. That's right. First. He's from the Chi-Town, Chicago. They, they they love him underground. The kids love G Herbo. So we'll talk to G Herbo. I actually seen him at trade day uh, last weekend out in Houston, and he killed it. So we'll kick it with him. And we got some front page news. G, what are we talking about? Yes, we are going to talk about Papa John suing Papa John's. What? Hey. <laughs> we'll Papa John's a real person. Yeah, yeah, he's a real person. He's suing his own. He's John suing himself. Schnatter. All right, is well, his name. But we'll find out all about that and more. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Yeah, Drop I the clues said bomb I like from it like B. that. Mama Body. All right, she, Morton. She's taking some time off. She's not uh, going on Bruno Mars tour. We'll, be we'll, we'll talk about we that in rumors. rumors. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you want to be a bad chick so bad. Let's get, you just a quick rumors? mention. Damn, like she don't want to go on. She's not going on tour with Bruno Mars. She's going to stay home with the baby. 
wrong with that? All right, well, let's get some front page news. y'all breaking news. We ain't breaking no news. That's your job. He just I, broke the news. Let's He's talk, breaking news. Let's talk about Papa John suing Papa John. John Schnatter, who is the founder of pa- uh, pizza chain Papa John's, is now suing Papa John's pizza. Isn't he suing himself then? Well, he uh, actually stepped down. He stepped away from the company, and that's all because he admitted using the N-word on a conference call with the marketing firm. But he said the firm asked if he was racist, and he used the N-word in describing how Colonel Sanders from KFC used to talk. So he said he told the firm he himself wouldn't ever use that word. The company asked him to resign as chairman of the board. He did. And he does remain on the board as a director. He owns 29% of Papa John's stock. But he said he does regret, regret stepping away from the company. And he said the board didn't do any investigation and said his decision to remove him as chairman was based on rumor and innuendo. Oh, number one, Papa John's pizza been trash. And number two, he got me thinking, how old is he that he knew Colonel Sanders? Because in my mind, Colonel Sanders old as hell. Well, he probably knows the history of KFC. Since oh, he's in that got you. Yeah, I don't think he knows the actual yeah. Colonel you. Sanders. What else we got, you? All right, now let's talk about the Georgia cops. Remember the ones who arrested a woman after using the coin flip app to decide whether or not to let her go or arrest mm-hmm. her? Here's a little refresher of what happened. A head, R tail. Okay. <laughs> this is tail, right? Yeah. So really, twenty-three. Michael Jordan. <laughs> so I got too too fast for. Let me write this down. Too fast for conditions. Reckless. Is it Riders? reckless? Yeah, you can do reckless and then speeding. So Courtney Brown and Christy Wilson were involved in that traffic stop, and they have been fired. They said state officers should serve the public in a kind, considerate, and patient manner and should refrain from conduct that destroys public respect for the officer or the department. I just like the fact that when they saw the number 23, they thought of Michael Jordan. Drop one of clues bombs for MJ, damn it. It's crazy that officers can kill unarmed people and still have their job, but you can get fired for using the... Listen, I'm all for them getting fired for any injustice that they commit. That's an injustice, too. So if they got fired for that, I'll take that. Right, Absolutely. but I'm saying, what about all these other officers that still have their jobs? Hey, man, we got to get the wins where we can. All right. That's and, it? Uh, I mean, you have time for more? Yeah, you got one more. All right. Uh, President Trump's former personal lawyer, Michael Cohen, said he's willing to testify that Trump was aware of that infamous June 26th meeting with Russian operatives, the one that he said he didn't have any idea about, didn't know anything about the meeting. He said no one told him about it. Now, the source says that Cohen says Trump knew and approved of the meeting where the Russians offered, quote, dirt on then-candidate Hillary Clinton before oh, the election. Oh, this movie's getting good. Mm-hmm. If, 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 if the movies are if the way I think that they are, somebody about to disappear. <laughs> Right. Somebody's out of here. Somebody about to vanish. Now, Donald Trump's lawyer, Rudy Giuliani, said that Cohen was not credible. They said he's been lying for years. I expected something like this from him. I don't know. Thanos going to snap his finger. Michael Cohen might disappear. Mm-mm-mm. He might just fade away. Now, that is your front page news. All right. Now, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night or a bad morning, or maybe you just want to spread some positivity. Whatever it may be, phone lines are open for you. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, DJ Envy, it's me, Salem. Hey, what's up, mama? Get it off your chest. Hey, I wanted to drop on the food bomb for you, so first and foremost, for what you did yesterday. Uh, I heard that conversation you had with that lady, and I want to say that moved me 100%. And, um, well, for the people that don't know, a lady called uh, yesterday during ASCII and said she was very depressed and was thinking about committing suicide. And we actually uh, spoke to her. Ye got her a doctor. I, I'm in contact with her. I spoke to her last night. 
gonna hit her periodically just to make sure she's good and make sure she's okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, the um, doctor gave her some homework to do, so uh, he said things are looking pretty good. Yeah, I'm gonna stay on top of her though. And two more things, yeah, girl, where'd you get that jacket from on uh that uh on your podcast on the Breakfast Club? Y'all have uh on the iHeart y'all little cover. Where'd you get that jacket from? What jacket was it? It I don't know. It was nice. It looks like over my budget, but it looks really nice. But like, what was going on in the jacket? Like, explain it to me. It had like I want to say it was like flowers. Oh, that's just an Adidas. That's an Adidas tracksuit jacket. That one. Uh huh. With matching shorts. Yes, you did. And then, last thing, Charlemagne. I know I've been hassling you about following me on IG for my birthday. Hey. For my birthday next month. Okay. On August 10th. Is it possible I have you follow me on Instagram and then you can just be like, happy born day on that day? Because that'd be like so lit. I know I've been hassling you about it on what's August your, 10th. What's your, what's your Instagram? Oh, my God. S-A-L-E-M. <laughs> S-A-L-E-M. She said, oh, my God. E-S-A-Y-E-S. So from Dallas? Yep. I know you're a Dallas Cowboy fan. All right. Follow. I followed you just now. <laughs> Happy early birthday. Why are you rubbing on that girl's Thank stomach you. like that? This pregnant lady on your Instagram. Thank you. Mama. Salute to Mel. Mel you pregnant. So out of line. Salute Hello. to Mel. Hello. Who's this? What's going on? This is Tom from Long Island. Tom, what's up? Get it off your chest, bro. Yeah, I just want to tell y'all that uh, I'll listen to y'all every morning. Just happy I, I got a chance to get through. God bless y'all. Y'all keep doing what you do. You, Charlamagne, and ye. Thank hey, you, brother. Thank you. I give a, um, send my condolences to my uh, my nephew's father that was murdered last week out in Ohio. Damn. Yeah, it was, uh, um, but, you know, they brought him back over here. He's from New York, so... Hey, wouldn't your wouldn't your nephew's father be your brother? No, his, no, your no, ne- no. his nephew's father wouldn't be his brother. Nah, it could be his sister. That his sister's husband. Oh, his sister's husband. Uh, yeah, it's not her husband. You know, that's her baby daddy. Oh, baby, baby daddy. daddy. Okay, right, so that's your baby daddy brother. Yeah, I, I guess so. Yeah, 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 yeah. True, true, true. Rest in peace to him. All right, brother. Thank you for calling, man. All right, thank you. Y'all have a blessed day. Hello, who's this? Call me G. Call you G. Call you G. All right, call you G. How you yeah. doing? What's up, call you G? What's happening, call you G? I'm doing good. How's everyone doing today? I'm good. We're Call great. you, G. What's it's going Friday. On? Yeah, it's Friday. Let's go. That sounded so un- unenthusiastic. We definitely <laughs> did. Where you wanted to go with you at? I want everybody to take a look at all the information that's publicly available, okay? Andrew DiBasciago's testimony, Captain Randy J. Kramer, okay? Everybody that's been in the Secret Space Program, Lockheed Martin Scuff Works, all the hidden technology that our government has. It's not even our government. It's a breakaway. Slow down, money. Hold on. What are you talking about? UFOs or something? What you talking about? I love UFOs. What you talking about? Extraterrestrials? What's going on? Bigfoot. Men in black? I'm not talking about I'm not talking about UFOs. I'm not talking about extraterrestrials. I'm talking about our own government that has reverse engineered exotic technology. Is this shield? Is this agents of shield? Is this about the Avenger initiative? Sounds like Luke Cage. I can't. Do we have a way to defeat Thanos? This is none of that. This Ooh. is just some everyday life that's occurring right in front of everybody's face, okay? How many people know about Andrew DiBasciagra and know that he ran for president in 2016? Who has all the Infinity Stones? Where did E.T. go? And what about ALF? And Lockheed Martin said, you know, we have the technology to take E.T. home. Like, Martin Luther King Jr. ain't saying nothing about no aliens. <laughs> he didn't say nothing about E.T. Goodbye, man. But where's E.T. and where's ALF? Do we know? I love. I used to love Alf. Alf used to eat cats, you know. Hmm? Alf used to eat cats. So he's similar to you. That was his thing. He used to (laughs) actually eat cats, real life cats. They never showed him do it, but he used to talk about it. He would talk about it, yeah. Yeah. All right, well, get it off your chest. What planet was he from? 585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Let's go. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on the 
the Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? Hey, good morning. It's T-Walk Vibes out of Charlotte. What's up, Mama? Get it off your chest. I just wanted to spread some positive energy. By the way, Angela Yee, I cannot believe you're going to be in Charlotte tomorrow. What was the promotion? Uh, I mean, they've been posting it. It's a women's conference. Um, you saw it. I posted it. I'll be out there. I just saw it. I just saw it. And if I would have known, I would have definitely made that. I've committed to other opportunities, but... I just wanted people like me that's just trying to get out here and grind to just know to keep going because sometimes we get discouraged and feel like, you know, nothing good is happening out here. But doors are going to continue to open as we remain positive. So thank you all for this platform. Well, you know? thank you for that beautiful, those beautiful words this morning. Have a good morning, Mama. And I'll be at the Mamizi Women's Conference. That's in Charlotte tomorrow at the Kempton Chyan Park Hotel. I love Charlotte. Salute to the Queen City, 704. One of the cleanest downtowns in all of oh, America. I love downtown, man. Oh, you can lick gosh. the sidewalk if you want to. I wouldn't try it. I wouldn't do it, but I, like, I think you, know, you could possibly. You know they got scooters on the street where you can just rent and just ride the scooters all day? Uh, okay. That's dope. I've never seen that. Like, nobody <laughs> right. steals the scooters. They have the scooters on the street. They you got just city go bikes in New York. Yeah, yeah, but, but you have to pay city for bikes those. are locked up. Your, yeah. Oh, the scooters are free and shit. Well, no, they're not free. You can use the app and just ping and just go take it. Oh, gotcha. It's gotcha. pretty dope. I, I don't know. I've never seen that before. They're not locked up. They no. just Mm-mm. just on the street. So how do you? Just, but it has to. You have to use the app to you start it. You have to use the app to start it. But okay. It's, but it's dope. Anyway, hello. Who's this? Teflon on the line. Teflon, man. All right, man. Get you it off your chest. Tough. Everybody think they Teflon until they get shot. <laughs> no, no, no. So, hey, I'm not, no, not Teflon like that. Like, I'm in the military, so um, I say Teflon due to the simple fact that I've been in a lot of trouble and beat a lot of my cases. Plus, I got a bunch of tattoos. You can check out my YouTube channel, Tatted Teflon. Oh, my goodness. What's good, DJ Envy? What's good? See the God? What's good? The Miss Beautiful Angela What's good? What's good? Right, well, I sound like you need Teflon. to be in jail. Sound like you need to be in jail, man. You bragging about beating cases. You know what I'm saying? He's in the military. No, not, not cases like that. Like, I'm not, like, not serious cases. It's just, like, regular, normal stuff. Driving. <laughs> All right, bro. Well, thanks for calling. Driving. You ain't even let him say what he want to say. Oh, I thought he said everything. You want oh, to get his YouTube yeah, page he, off. No, I didn't even say what I want to say. Didn't even, don't try to get him out the phone that quick, man. Right. I watch y'all daily, man. Salute to y'all. Salute to the Real Money Podcast, man. R-E-E-L Podcast. Real P-O-D. Money Podcast. You, want to spell po- you sound like you want to spell <laughs> podcast for us. Are you sure you don't want to spell <laughs> podcast for us? So I'm going to spell it for you. It's R-E-E-L. See? I can't. <laughs> it's not a spell podcast. Okay. It's P-O-D-C-A-S-T. All right, see? I, okay. I was going to hang up on it, but y'all didn't let me. Hello, who's this? <laughs> Yo, this Prince. There's City. Just right. want to give a shout-out. I can't with y'all. Major League Baseball license will start for spring 19, so we'll be the only street license Major League Baseball, and it's black-owned, but no big corporations behind it, so we're going to take over video product placement. Make sure y'all get some, too. All right, all right. Thank okay, you. No, Congratulations. Can't, can't with y'all this morning. Who's that young lady I followed on Instagram too? Salam Isaias. She's a Eritrean, a Atrean, a Atrean. Salute all the Atreans out there. Atrean. Atrean. The Africans. I thought it was Eritrean. Eritrean. You know this what I'm talking right. about. You know what I mean. <laughs> Whatever Tiffany Haddish and Nipsey Hussle are, okay? You know what I'm talking about. All, all right. right, get it off your chest, 800-585-1051 if you need to vent. Now, we got rumors on the way, you. Yes, now, you know I love to read because I have my book club. I got a nice book delivery yesterday, and we'll tell you about two books that are on the way that you'll be interested in. And we'll also talk about Cardi B. I know we got into it this morning already, but what's going on with her tour with Bruno Mars? All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. What's happening? Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Cardi B. It's about time. What's going on? Yo, yo, yo. Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the rumor report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. 
Well, Cardi B posted, as of today, I've decided I won't be joining Bruno on tour this fall. I thought that after giving birth to my daughter that six weeks would be enough time for me to recover mentally and physically. I also thought that I'd be able to bring her with me on tour, but I think I underestimated this whole mommy thing. Not only am I just not ready physically, I'm not ready to leave my baby behind since the doctors explained it's not healthy for her to be on the road. I hope you guys understand that this decision has been the hardest to make, but I have to do what's best for myself and my baby. Thank you, Bruno, for being so supportive and understanding. And that's exactly why people love Cardi B. People love Cardi B because she's an authentic, transparent person and she got her priorities in order. That's it's right. family first, always. Drop Absolutely. one of Clues Bombs from Mama Body. Damn the it. baby's health, your health. And you know how much money Cardi gonna make when she finally does go back out there? She's a mother now and she got a child. Like, I'm sure her perspective on life has changed. Like, her career is about to glow up in a whole different way. You think now, Bruno, Bruno Mars responded, a message for Cardi. Most important thing is you and your family's health. I know the fans will understand you are absolutely doing the right thing. I also know we'll share the stage when the time is right. We love you, Cardi, and we will play Bodak Yellow every night in your honor. Please give your baby girl a hug for me and a hug on behalf of everyone on the 24 Carat Magic Tour. Love I can't even Bruno. hear Bruno Mars' name no more without thinking of Ida B. Wells because somebody put a side-by-side of Ida B. Wells and Bruno Mars. And I can't unsee that picture now. Well, I loved his statement back to her. That was of nice. Of course, mm-hmm. the family is most important. And so I'm glad that they both have squared that away. And, you know, we'll be uh, hoping that Cardi's having a great time being a mom. Yes, I'm sure she, sure is. she is. The yeah. universe is going to reward Cardi so crazy. You watch. All right, now, Will Smith has announced that he has a book that he's working on. Mm. I know everyone's about to get this one. Here's what he said. I'm writing a book. Got years and years of stuff I want to say, and I'm finally going to write a book for y'all. And he's doing it with my man Mark Manson, right? Yes, so he uh, panned the camera to Mark Manson, and he said, I spent the last six months with crippling anxiety, but today I feel great. Mark Manson is a great author. I've had him on my podcast, and he's got a book out right now called The Subtle Art of Not Giving an F. It's a great read. You should read it. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm excited you. about this book. I was going to name my book, uh, you know, I don't uh, I don't give a F and neither should you, a self-help guide on how not to give a F. Mm-hmm. And the publishers told me I couldn't. And I was like, why? Because I'm black. And then they put his book, his book came the out. The Subtle Art of Not Giving And he done sold like millions and millions of copies. They They're were like, like, oh, it wouldn't be in, nobody, just relax. it won't be on bookstores, it won't be, on the shelves, it won't be yeah. in the front, <laughs> sto- front of the stores and nobody will buy it because of yes, the F that's word. that's not true. Mark Manson proved that is absolutely you not true. You should have not gave a F. I should have, right? Yep. <laughs> Drop on the clues box from Mark Manson. <laughs> All right. right, so apparently they're going to meet with five different publishers and sign a deal with the highest bidder, of course. Now, Amorosa also has a book coming out on Donald Trump. Nah, we good. According to her publisher, the book is explosive and jaw-dropping. So we don't know exactly what's going to be in this book yet, but yeah. We cool on that, Amorosa. All right, Lamar Odom, are you excited that he's back in basketball? He said, my heart literally warms up now. I can finally share with you all that I'm returning to play basketball. I'll be playing in China. Yeah. God is good. Thanks, That's good. Lord, for giving me another chance in life. And thank you, fans, for your love and support during all those hard years. I wonder why more American players don't go play in China after watching what Stephon Marbury did. Like, Stephon Marbury went over there and became Jordan. Don't he got, like, he statues did. and all that? Yeah, kind they of got stuff. statues of him and everything. I wonder why more people don't do that. I think it's, it's difficult to go over there because you don't know the language. Is it's not home. It's, it's got to be difficult to live someplace where the people don't speak the same language as you. You got to learn a different language. You got to learn how to eat different foods. It's difficult. You don't know anybody. You don't know nobody, no family. Place to be. It's like being from New York and going to Atlanta. No, it's, not. no, it's, no, definitely, it's not. not. And let's not get it twisted. If Lamar didn't need the bread, I don't think he would have went out there. 
Mm. Right? And he probably also loves basketball. He said, basketball and my children have always been the light in my life, and this is where my focus is right now. And I'm sure it's he felt bread. like he needs to refocus and give himself a rebirth after everything that he's been through. The bread. All right, Khloe Kardashian in the meantime, since we're talking about Lamar. There you go. You, I, like, I like how you segue to his former front court partner. She's lost 33 pounds since giving birth, and she talked about the workout that she's doing. And she said what she's doing is jumping rope. Now, at the beginning of her workout, she does 1,000 jump ropes in under eight minutes, and she does it at the end of her workout as well. That's her jumping rope? <laughs> you stupid. You stupid. <laughs> Go ahead, ye. She said, it may not sound like a lot, but that, that ish that? is effing hard. I wasn't even, even able to jump rope for one minute when I first started working out again after my pregnancy, so I feel really proud. Jumping rope for eight minutes is really hard. It's, it's like definitely it is. It's difficult. 1,000 under eight minutes, that I'm gonna is a lot. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm just hating right now because I, yeah, I don't have the coordination. I, I can't do it. I, 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 the, the rope get tangled on my feet. I start, I, on, no, I start my workout, I do a three minutes of jump rope, mm-hmm. and that's difficult, and I can't do it three minutes straight. You know, the, they, when, if you're a certain age, which I am, which is 40, mm-hmm. uh, what's, the, what's the movie that gassed us to think that jumping rope was so easy and you tried to jump rope like that? It's got to be a boxing movie. Rocky. Rocky, yes. yes. Rocky. <laughs> and I still, I can only jump back, roll backwards. I can, I can only go backwards when I jump rope well, backwards. I was a jump roping uh, champion when I was in elementary school. I was double dutch. So. And truth be told, that's, <laughs> that's my, hard. Can that's you do double dutch? My, I can. That's my biggest regret that I don't know how to double dutch. I know how to double dutch. And I can still learn. And I know how to. You should put that on your bucket list. I, can, I don't know how As to, a matter of fact, we I have a double, double dutch uh, a team that can come up here and teach you how. Okay, let's do that. And my wife is dead busy. She gets busy double dutch. She won tournaments. I like, can't do it. Uh, they, I, said, what, they said I was double handed. Oh, yeah, so it's like bump, 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 yeah, bump. Yeah, I'm double handed. Boom, boom, listen, boom, I'll, boom, I'll hang boom, myself boom. in double dutch. I'll jump right in there and the rope will get caught around my neck. And it, no. Let's see. No. It's definitely old conversation <laughs> right here. <laughs> All right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. You think these kids don't know what double dutch is? I they don't watch be, movies. I don't be seeing them double dutch. I, <laughs> I don't see anybody doing it. I don't see these it. kids double dutching Damn. no more. Oh, for real? Y'all don't double dutch no more? When's I'll the last the time side. you saw somebody jumping double dutch? Lisa Ray and somebody else on Instagram. Okay, when's the last time you saw some kids outside? Yeah, some kids do I have no idea. Rope. Damn, y'all don't do double dutch no more? No. What about hopscotch? I do, yeah, they do hopscotch. I ain't talking about you. Then I, I, I do hopscotch. hopscotch. No, no, because I do it. Why are you doing hopscotch? I do it with my kids. I do it with my kids. I draw it out with the chalk and all that. I do hopscotch with the kids. Now, do y'all play Skelly? Y'all know about Skelly? No, I don't know what that is. Y'all don't know Skelly? I wear, I wear, right, I wear them in the winter on my head. Do you guys still do hand games? Like, what kind of hand games? In the bedroom? <laughs> what? With your kids? Oh, I'm sorry. I see you say kids. I was playing patty cake with somebody recently. Who was it? All right, guys. This is getting weird. It was a guy. All right, a that's guy? your rumor you report. Doing patty cake? You know what? I was. I don't remember. I, I don't want to hear no more. All right, when we come back, we got front page news. And uh, in front page news, we're going to talk to Charlemagne this morning. Right? A lot he of, is front page news. A lot of stuff been going on him with, with him with, from the last three weeks, and we're going we gonna to ask him some questions and uh, talk to him when we come back. All right, Mr. Breakfast Club, Can't good we? morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now it's time for front page news, but instead... You know, uh, Charlemagne, Ye and I have been getting a lot of tweets, a lot of DMs, a lot of emails asking about what's been going on with you in, in the last three weeks with your case and what's been happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't uh, mentioned it or talked about it because I know we, we were, were all... waiting for certain uh, right. information. And uh, you wanted to be thorough with, with your statements. Yes. And I think today you, you have a statement. Or you yeah. have something that you want to say about I mean, the, the I case? I just got something I want to say. Um, I, I haven't said anything because I was waiting for more information to come out. And it's been a nutty three weeks. And I've learned a lot about the weight my words have. And I've been reminded about the responsibility I have to watch the way I talk about issues of sexual assault. And new files from my dismissed assault case in South Carolina were were just released. I think they came out yesterday. 
And I hope this quashes whatever misconceptions people might have about the case. Um, the documents show that I did everything in my power to fully cooperate with authorities before this case was ultimately dismissed. And to be honest with you, the past three weeks has really made me regret, you know, helping to create an environment that allowed something like this to take place. Like, I'm going to forever regret that. But I cannot take responsibility for a crime that I did not commit. But most importantly, you know, I am praying for healing for the victim. Okay, and I am committed to using my platform that God has blessed me with to do as much good as I possibly can for the rest of my life. Right, and I don't, I don't know if I plan to make any more public public statements on this in the near future, but I just thought that was important for me to say and let everybody know that um, the, the the new files from my dismissed assault case are out there, and I'm sure that they'll hit a bunch of websites and stuff shortly, so you can you can see for yourself. Mm-hmm. This yes. will include like DNA testing and everything. Yes, and statements and witnesses all that okay and this also means that the case i know we said before it won't be reopened but this reiterates the case will not be reopened um yeah according to the solicitor of south carolina a couple weeks ago she definitely said the case won't be reopened she said that it would be unethical to reopen a case where there was a lack of evidence and the victim wouldn't cooperate so yeah but you know once again man most importantly i'm i'm praying for healing for the victim you know and i and i totally regret you know, creating an environment that allowed for something like that to, to take place. All right. Well, we look forward to seeing this paperwork and reading all this paperwork. Yeah. And I'm a, I'm a, soon as soon as other people post it, I'm definitely going to be reposting it and stuff all day long. So. All right. And when we come back, uh, we're going to talk with uh, Simone Sanders. Oh, man. Drop on the clues bombs for Simone Sanders. That's the homie. This is her first time on The Breakfast Club, by, by the way. I can't believe it because I've been knowing Simone for a few years now. Yes, it is. So if you don't know, she, of course, she's on CNN, and she was a, a strong force behind Bernie Sanders. So Yeah, that's when we first met her with Bernie Sanders. She had a lot to do with us interviewing Bernie Sanders yes. both times that mm-hmm. we did. Every interview she did. And I, I hosted a, a, a town hall for Bernie Sanders in Harlem with Bernie Sanders, Harry Belafonte, the late, great Erica Garner. And Nina Turner, and I hosted that, and that was because of Simone. So thank you, Simone, and I can't wait to talk to you in a few moments. All right, we'll kick it with her when we come back. Don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes! Simone Sanders. What up, Simone? Greetings. Finally got here. I know, right? Every, Every time some crazy stuff happens. Charlamagne's like, you got to come on The Breakfast Club. <laughs> if you heard that, uh, the voice when you hear in the intro of The Breakfast Club, um, they're, they're listening to Twitter. They're listening to, <laughs> they're listening to, <laughs> to Breakfast Club. That was me. So that I was... Oh, so it's on the intro? So someone's going to run me a check later? Y'all out here using my, <laughs> we had somebody using else, my voice in life? We had somebody else reenact that yeah, voice. Yeah. Mm, okay. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> now we we'll calling you. Have you been watching that um, show? Who? What is it? Who is America? Who's that? Simone Sanders is for people that don't know. Oh. Let Simone Simone explain who she is. Yes, I am the spokesman. So (laughs) most people know me from being on CNN. I'm a political commentator, but I was also the press secretary uh, for Senator Sanders when he ran for president. And now I just like to think of myself as a spokesperson for the culture. Word. That's how I met Simone. Simone gave me a lot of great looks (laughs) when she was uh, doing her thing with Bernie Sanders. Every interview that we did with Bernie Sanders for the Breakfast Club, it was because of Simone. Simone Shout out. You know, I just try to put the people on and connect the folks. Mm -hmm. I think it's so, particularly for these politicians, I think it's so important um, that folks go straight to the folks that people read, watch, and Mm -hmm. listen to. And like like the intro that y'all stole uh, (laughs) from me, people are listening to and watching the Breakfast Club. So I I encourage everybody, people that want to be 
president people, they want to be dog catcher, mayor, whoever. If you have an opportunity, come here and speak directly to the people. So thank y'all. Thank so you. We're going to use that clip again. We're definitely going to use <laughs> that clip again. To that. I feel like we didn't get behind Bernie the way we should have. I think Bernie Sanders started a movement, absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, and I think there were a whole lot of people that did get behind him. There were a lot of people, though, that did not like Bernie. They still to this day do not like Bernie. But I don't think it's about one person. Bernie always used to say it wasn't about him. It's about the political revolution. It's about the people. And so that's what I'm most proud of to have been a part of and have worked for um, someone like that. So we we don't know what's going to happen in 2020. And we what? still see um, some of the rippling effects from people that were fruits from Bernie Sanders' tree as well. Absolutely. How did yeah. you get into politics? What got you into politics? Oh, what got me into politics? Um, my mom was always in the community. I'm from Omaha, Nebraska. Me and Malcolm X. Mm -hmm. hey. Every time I tell people I'm from <laughs> Omaha, they're like, it's side I mean. I'm like, Malcolm X is also from Omaha. You're the second black person I met from Nebraska this year. First, first was Terrence Crawford. Ooh, okay, okay, yeah. Shout out to Bud. Yeah. Bud, we love him. Omaha, stand up. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I was. my mom was always involved in the community. And the thing that really catapulted me was I interned for uh, my mayor while I was in college, and they tried to recall the mayor. They tried to take a vote to oust him out of office because they didn't like what he was doing. And so I went to go volunteer on the recall campaign, the effort to beat the recall on the mayor's side after work. And uh, African-American-owned firm out of Tennessee was the one that, that the mayor's office hired. And they liked me so much, they let me continue to work with them while I was in school. So I had a bunch of other jobs, um, but I always worked with this firm. So I worked with them up until 2014 when I went to go work a governor's race. Did you want to be like a politician? Or you just always knew you wanted to talk about politics? I used to want to, I used to say I wanted to be a judge or a politician. Mm. Mm. Because <laughs> judges and politicians, in my opinion, as a young person, were two of the most powerful people you could be in the world. Mm. Politicians make the laws, judges hold people's lives in their hands. Um, now I'm the people that help get the people elected. And I went into communications because I saw that so many people who were creating the messages on these campaigns didn't look like me, didn't mm -hmm. look like the people in this room. Mm -hmm. Like, had had Bernie Sanders' press secretary been a white girl, he probably wouldn't have been on the breakfast club. <laughs> I mean, I'm just... No, that's true. true. That's Honestly. True. And, and we need more people of color, more women of color, period, I think, in front of and also behind the scenes when it comes to the political game. So I'm honored to be one of the people that's helped opening doors for other young black and brown women who want to come in and do politics. That's why I wasn't mad at Bernie or Hillary, because if you saw their teams... It was all black women. Oh, Hillary had a bunch of black women Hillary around her. Hillary had like a had an army, the had like a large. Large black yeah. of black women yeah. working on her campaign. That's how she ended up on the show as well. Yeah. Clearly, mm -hmm. because again, if you if you leave it up to somebody else, the work might not get done. And so that is why it is important that people always talk about oh, black women are saving the world. Black women have saved the Democratic Party. One, it's not black women's job to save anybody. But two. Black women just don't deserve just a seat at the table. We literally built the table. Mm. We made the table possible. And it's important that folks are hiring black women, giving us resources, um, and allowing us to do our thing by letting us be in charge, running things, giving us the spaces, like allowing us to occupy the spaces that we've earned. They've been the CEO of my life forever. <laughs> your grandma, your mama, your wife, you know what I'm saying? I mean, like, it's 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 real in every single avenue. And so I think that's what we're seeing now when it comes to the, I mean, we talk about 2020, but the midterm elections are a little over 100 days away. Wow. And there there's an unprecedented number of women running for yes, office. There are. Like, all across the board. Um, there are young black women who are on the ballot. And just like we made the difference in Alabama, New Jersey, Virginia, we're going to make the difference in the midterm elections for 2018. What should we be looking out for? You know, Stacey Abrams, of course. Yeah, Stacey Abrams. Yo, it, is it not crazy to y'all that there has never been... been uh -huh. 
a black woman that has served as governor in the United States of America. That's crazy. The fact that, that, that we crazy. still have to say the first time the this could first, be potentially be the first black woman. The first black woman. So we have to do everything we can to get Stacey Abrams in office. But there's also, I mean, candidates should be looking out for is Colin Allred in the 32nd district in in Texas. I think it's the Dallas area. Um, he's a former voting rights attorney, former NFL player who's running for Congress in a mostly white district, by the way. Lauren Underwood, who's running in the 14th congressional district in Chicago. Stacey Again, Abrams is, is Georgia. For Stacey Abrams know. is in yeah. Georgia for folks that don't know. So I think it's just important that we just, we got to be real vigilant. Mm -hmm. So if you don't live in Georgia, you don't live in Illinois, you don't live in Texas, you can support these candidates um, by, yes, social media, but you can also give your give your money. Right. Now for my Fisher-Price politicians, people that, that don't yes, really Fisher know Price. <laughs> politics, that, you know, like, like myself, I'm not really into it, I don't have time. Where can we learn mm -hmm. more about politics to find out more about the people? More about, well, one, for any of these candidates I just mentioned, you can go to their websites. Um, but two, I think the Collective Pack is a really great resource, particularly for folks that are interested uh, in what is happening in the black and brown spaces. Mm -hmm. uh, they are doing really amazing work. Higher Heights, which is all about getting more black women on the ballot. Higher Heights is supporting Stacey Abrams. And any any of the black women you see out here running, Higher Heights has probably gotten behind That's a good them. name for a weed initiative, too. <laughs> higher Heights. Heights. <laughs> well, I think the Higher Heights, the black ladies have trademarked that. Ooh, so okay. hopefully, hopefully the weed people don't get any ideas, right. okay? All right, well, keep it locked. We got more with Simone Sanders when we come back. We got to talk about what happened in the airport when she was arrested. Yeah, all right. We'll talk about it when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. We have Simone Sanders in the building. Now, a lot of celebrities got a lot of flack for visiting Trump, but it seems like Kim Kardashian went and got things done. What do you think about that? There was a lot of work that... Um, went into what Kim Kardashian did. I think that Kim Kardashian gave it a star, like a star-studded right. aspect, good a little flavor, op. a good mm -hmm. photo op. But there was a lot of work that went behind that. She wasn't the only one. And I think the difference between other folks that have went in to meet with the president and people like Kim Kardashian is that there was a team, like Steve Harvey didn't take no team with him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He went in there to have the meeting with Donald Trump and then walked out with no promises. Like, to my knowledge, Donald Trump or the Trump administration has not, you know, pledged to support Steve Harvey's initiative with young black men and families. But for people that do decide to go into, to go to, you know, to break bread with the Trump administration and to try to get things done, you have to go in there with a plan mm -hmm. and a mission and committed to getting something out of it. And some people are going into this White House, going to meet with Donald Trump and everybody else and not coming out with anything. Right. And that does a disservice, I think, to a large swath of the American people who are literally under attack from this administration. And I just don't think this administration can keep its word. At this time, are we just riding it out now and waiting for it I mean, well, to I, be over? Y'all, Donald Trump could be reelected. He could literally, if the election were held tomorrow, Donald Trump would be reelected as president. That's crazy. And so there is no riding it out. We have to continuously work every mm -hmm. single day to keep the pressure on, um, to combat the things we can combat and change. Mm -hmm. So like a midterm election is coming up. People need to vote. If you are not registered to vote, get registered. While voting will not change your life tomorrow, I think it's a necessary tool in the toolbox of social justice. And don't you think whoever wants to be the president in the Democratic Party should be saying something now? Well, yes, I at? do. Like, I think they should. But you know, some people, some people have midterm elections. Some of these folks are, some people that have been mentioned as potential presidential contenders, they still have to go through a midterm election. So Simone, I saw you had a meeting with the CEO of Gucci. What was that all about? So I did an event with Gucci and um, Chime for Change, and we did it 
I'm at this really great space at the Highline Hotel yesterday. And so we had a conversation really about what people can do with this moment, how they can be engaged and involved. Lots of people had questions about young folks and brands like Gucci, I think, um, are leading the way on what it means to be engaged and involved. And so I'm happy to be a part of the Gucci family. Mm -hmm. Gucci's going to be doing some voting engagement activities um, wow. that they're, they're going to roll out soon. So if Gucci can even get engaged right. and involved on the voting tip, like, what is the excuse for so many other people and brands? Now, now being a 28-year-old black woman, is it hard when someone tells you to shut up on TV? Um, do you feel like... It's probably hard at any age. That it's hard at any age. It was really hard when that man told me to shut up on yeah. TV mm -hmm. last year, I do believe. Because it's just like, I feel like if I was 35 with a bob... And my name was Sue. He wouldn't play with or you like my that. name would was Joe. Have it wouldn't mm -hmm. it wouldn't have happened to me. Sometimes I do get like embarrassed or upset on television because I know that people are only talking to me a certain kind of way because I am the young person. And How sometimes because I'm the young black person. How did you react? I, I, oh, she snapped. Oh, now. I snapped. And a young black but woman. But I snapped in a professional way so I come back to work the next day. Gotcha. Just like some people would react. You know, because people deal with stuff like that in their offices or mm -hmm. their workplaces mm -hmm. every day. And so folks are like, how do you hold it together? Because when you see me on TV, I'm at work. That's how I hold it together. Right. And so I'm not going to let anyone disrespect me at work, just like I hope you wouldn't let anybody disrespect you at work. So I checked them. Told them <laughs> you are not going to tell me to shut up on national television while you try to excuse white supremacy. So you can shut up. And then Chris Cuomo stepped in and had my back. He tried to demand an apology from me, and I wasn't giving him De one. Why would you apologize to him? I really don't know. Now, he did, um, he did call me after the show and apologize and gave a sincere apology, but I wanted a one-air apology. Absolutely. Now, since then, nobody has told me to shut up on television. They don't want that fire. I don't think they, they want, want that smoke. smoke. They don't want that smoke. Now, what happened at LaGuardia Airport? Um, a couple months ago, I was going through, trying to go through TSA pre-check, and my bag was a little extended. It was a little too big, and the TSA agent told me to step out of line to flatten my bag, and I was like, okay, and I stepped around her, and I got in line because I was going to flatten it out so I could make my flight. The TSA agent came up to me, and they said, Call the police. And they literally, call the they called the police on me within two minutes. They called the police. The police came and the police didn't know anything that was going on. They were telling me to move. I was trying to explain what was happening. I had my hands up in the airport saying, I do not feel safe. I do not feel safe. I do not feel safe. Next thing I know, the officers grabbed me. They threw me up against the wall. Wow. Right inside in TSA pre-check, put a knee in my back and put me in handcuffs. Wow. I'm crying. I had been on a conference call and I had told the person to stay on the phone. I had my... Shout out to Apple and these AirPods, okay? Because they recorded <laughs> all of it. And finally, um, one of the officers said, okay, we're going to get to the bottom of this. I'm like, there is no bottom. The bottom is, I, told I just you told you what happened. And there's cameras everywhere. I'm sure you can people see people are watching. And they're like, you're being irrational. I was like, I'm being irrational because there are 10 officers here. I'm in handcuffs and I'm by myself. Mm. I was scared. So finally, I was just like, you know, y'all can either take me where you're going to take me or let me go. So what they do? They just looked, they, they, they drug me out. of 10 officers drug me out of the LaGuardia airport to outside. And then they put me in a cop car and they took me to jail at the Port Authority. Now, was wow. it the person that called the police on you black or white? He was white. So what's happened with that case since then? Well, I have a great attorney, and my case was dismissed because it was crazy. They cited me the for charges? disorderly conduct, for refusing to get out of the line. And I'm not embarrassed to talk about it because, one, I I fully believe, you know, folks are like, you should have just been quiet and got out of the line. I said, no, no, just, I don't believe that just because you have on a uniform, a police uniform, you should be able to talk to someone any kind of way. That's I also right. know that had I been 29, 28, 30 with a bob and my mm -hmm. name was Sue, and I was white, I wouldn't have been in handcuffs. I wouldn't have. I need yeah, to that's Sue ridiculous. <laughs> Sue is living her best Sue life, apparently. Sue, Sue with the bob is living her best life. And I think it is crazy. So one, I think we need TSA reform. But two, I just think, yeah. why, why are the police the recourse for folks at the airport? 
I need the TSA folks and people that work at the airlines to do better with customer yeah. service. But it was just a real, it was a crazy experience. And I remember sitting in the cell because they were like, <laughs> they were like, you know, we're going to run your name. And if you don't have any warrants, we'll let you go with the summons. And I'm thinking, okay. And I was like, y'all might want to Google me, but okay, run mm-hmm. my name. So um, a sergeant comes back and I know he's a sergeant because the other officers referred to him as sergeant. And he looks in the cell and he does a double take and I'm just like, mm-hmm. And next thing I know, people are coming by and they're like, oh, Miss Sanders, would you like some water? <laughs> and I looked up, I said, Miss Sanders? I ain't been Miss Sanders all morning. <laughs> I said, did y'all have bottled water? And they were like, uh, no. And I was like, well, is the water filtered? <laughs> He's like, ma'am, I don't think it's filtered. I said, well, I would just like my summons so I can get out of here. Wasn't it another situation with American Airlines or was that the same situation? No, this is a different situation. I fly a lot. And you had an issue with them for checking a bag too? I, I tried to check my bag and American Airlines agent called the police on me. Why? Because he said I got loud, but it was crazy because, um, oh my God, who, Mas, I kid you not, I was at LAX, Master P was in was in line, five people ahead of me, and he had just turned up on the American Airlines people <laughs> before I did, and walked up. They didn't call the police on Master P. Wow. So I'm trying to figure out oh, why call, me and my Gucci bag. Oh, you caught his little last, you caught his little <laughs> attitude. That's what it was. Master P got you, you were arrested that time. Master P, well, I they called the police, oh, and this time, all these officers came, and kudos to the officers um, that came at LAX because they de-escalated the situation. I was crying. They were like, calm down. I was like, I can't be calm. There's eight of y'all. There's one of me. I can't be calm. Finally, they were like, look, we got you another ticket for a later flight. Come back. So I come back. I get on the plane. When I get off the plane at DCA, there is a American Airlines executive waiting for me when I step off the plane from corporate office. Mm-hmm. Wow. He's like, uh, Miss Sanders. And I looked up and I was like, walk with me. <laughs> we walk off the plane. He said, Miss Sanders, we know who you are. And I was like, see, it should not matter who I am. Right. You should not want this treatment for any right. woman on your airline, any black woman. Oh, so, so American Airlines did the right thing. That, well, they tried. But okay. again, I just think there needs to be reform. It should have never happened in the first place. It should place. have never happened right. in the first place. And so does American Airlines or any of these other airlines for that matter, do they have an advisory council? Where is this for all of the airlines? Because... People are flying, black and brown people are flying every single day. And so many p- people have stories such as this. The only reason we're talking about it right now is because it was me. Right. right. But this happens to so many people on a regular right. basis. And their stories are not elevated to, you know, a Fox News story. Mm-hmm. But I am just happy um, that CNN allows me the platform to share how I share, you know, share my views and share my perspective. Right. Well, we appreciate you for joining us this morning. Simone Sanders, Took tell them where they can find you. Get up here. Y'all can find me on Twitter at Simone D. Sanders, Simone with the Y, uh, on Instagram at Simone D. Sanders. So thank y'all so much. It's Simone Sanders. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. What's Let's happening? get to these rumors. Let's talk them in the bottle. It's this is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. All right, well, we have some more information on what happened tonight that Demi Lovato overdosed. Now, sources are saying that Demi Lovato was out celebrating a birthday party for one of her backup dancers. They went back to her house afterward, and they said Demi went to sleep around 11 a.m. Tuesday. One of her assistants was concerned because she hadn't come out of her bedroom. That's when the assistant entered the room and found her unresponsive. They tried to wake her up, and when she couldn't, she called 911. Here is that 911 call. You're with the patient now? I was. I'm, I'm downstairs. There's other people with me. I went in. I'm sorry? About how old is she? I just, we just need to get some money out here. Yeah, do you know what happened to her, okay? We do have the paramedics responding now, okay? Right now, just a mile and a half out, but we are going with lights and sirens, okay? So if you can send somebody outside yes. to flag us down, okay? That's going to be helpful. Yes, we'll flag you. Okay, excellent. No sirens, please, right? 
No, 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 no. This is a medical emergency. I, ha I don't have control over that. You request no sirens. Like somebody dying or sick, man. It doesn't matter if they got sirens or not. Like stop worrying about celebrity in that moment. Well, that's, what that about. Yeah, that's what she was worried about. That's what she was worried about. I guess as an assistant, she was like, we want to get help, but we also don't want to call attention to the whole situation. Please. Because guess what? If she dies, that's going to cause a whole lot of attention to the situation. Let the sirens go. All right. They still haven't uh, revealed what it was that was in her system yet. But we do know Wilma Valderrama went to go visit her in the hospital after her overdose. They said he spent about two hours with her. If you guys remember, they were together at, uh, for six years and broke up in June of 2016. Now, um, in addition, she's returning to rehab. They said she's considering going to rehab away from L.A. just to kind of get away from everybody. You know, she's the co-owner of a treatment center in the city. So she's going to remove herself from the wrong crowd. People also think she should reunite with her former sober coach, Mike Bayer, who she recently fired after claiming that he betrayed her. They said she will need several weeks of detox work and intense therapy. She and Mike were so close for so long, but this past few months there have been issues. So uh, the, she's the co-owner of the Cass Centers in L.A. where her former sober coach Mike is the CEO. That's where she went for help for depression, bulimia, and substance abuse seven years ago. Hmm. So we just prayed that she gets all the help that she needs and gets better. She was sober for six years. And her team had been trying to do interventions, so clearly they knew that there were some issues. They did say that overdose was a life-and-death situation. She could have died from it if the 911 call didn't go through and if paramedics didn't come early enough. They said she was unconscious and everything. Wow. All right, LeBron James recently did an interview, and he talked about one of his regrets. What do you think LeBron's regret is? Well, here's what he had to say. What do you say to your kid, though, like living up to you being their dad? And they're playing the same sport that you played. I still regret giving my 14-year-old my name because of that. Like, when I was younger, obviously, we, I ha didn't have a dad. So my whole thing, I was like, whenever I have a kid, not only is he going to be a junior, I'm going to do everything that this man didn't do. Right. Mm -hmm. Only thing I can do is give him the blueprint, and it's up to them to take their own course whenever that time. I get what he's saying, but here's the bright side. I guarantee LeBron James Jr. is going to have a better basketball career than Michael Jordan Jr. So you may not be able to say LeBron is better than Michael when you're talking about the fathers, but you will be about the sons. Well, this is all part of a new HBO series called The Shop. Mm. He was talking to John Stewart, Snoop Dogg, Odell Beckham Jr., and Maverick. All right, now let's talk about Amber Rose. She recently went on a podcast. This was Spencer and Heidi Pratt's podcast, Make Spidey Famous Again. And here's what she had to say about her theory about Becky with the good hair. Have you ever been invited to, what would you call it, a sexual dinner? No. I do know Gwyneth Paltrow has gone. Like, if you're oh, not invited. I definitely think Gwyneth oh, Paltrow right. is like Becky with the good hair. I really feel like she's... Give us, the, what does that mean to I feel our, like she's the listeners. one that was like f***ing Jay-Z. They were like friends, and then like they, you don't see Gwyneth Paltrow with Beyonce anymore. It just seems like she was the one that was f***ing Jay-Z, and now Gwyneth lost her husband, but like Beyonce's still with Jay. I take Amber. Yeah. Ooh, she wanted to make sure she got a sound bite. <laughs> now, Amber Jesus Rose said, Bruh, we were joking on a podcast. Nah. Uh, well, stop with the clickbait. I have no information about anyone's personal life. <laughs> nah. you, can't, you, can't, you can't get mad after nope. you put something out nope. there like that and then you get backlash. Like yeah. that, those words came out of your mouth. Analyzing. They start analyzing. They start analyzing. You also kind of got to be like, time, I'm just kidding, no just a joke. Nope. But that was like a whole theory. Well, anyway, Gwyneth Paltrow's rep did respond and told People Magazine that those allegations are completely absurd and 100 percent false. 
They said Gwyneth and Beyonce and Jay-Z are still very close friends, so none of this makes any sense. Come on, Amber. Come on, homie. You, you know how this game works, okay? <laughs> you know you couldn't just throw that out there. Not just, at all. Just leave that in the universe and think people wasn't going to pick that up. Mind you, they didn't even know what she was talking about. Like, when she said it, they were like, what? Explain to our audience. What does that mean? Becky? With the good hair? <laughs> what does that Gwyneth mean? Gwyneth Paltrow. Is her middle name Rebecca? <laughs> anyway, I'm Angela Yee. Does and she that like mayonnaise ice cream? It's your rumor report. What? Charlemagne? Yes. What? <laughs> Who are you giving that donkey to? Uh, uh, donkey the day four after the hour is going to a man named Kyle Gentleman who has created one of the worst things that the planet has ever seen, and this could possibly uh, be the beginning of the end of our species as we know it. What's his name again? Kyle Gentleman. Kyle Gentleman? Yes, and there's nothing gentlemanly about what he's doing. All right, we'll get into that when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. I was born a donkey. It's the donkey of the day. <laughs> Yes, donkey of the day for Friday, July 27th goes to a man named Kyle Gentleman. Now, Kyle is the owner of an ice cream parlor called Ice. This ice cream parlor is Scottish, and it's a, in a town called Falkirk. Falkirk. Um, Kyle and the good folks at ICE have created one of the worst monstrosities this planet has ever seen. I mean, the effects of this concoction that they created will forever change the dynamics of the world we live in. I mean, this is top five, maybe top three of the worst things ever created on this planet. I mean, in no particular order, some of the worst things created by humans on this planet have been nuclear bombs, the old ABC show Cavemen, based off the characters from the Geico com commercial, slavery, the NFL's new national anthem policy, concentration camps, the school-to-prison pipeline, nooses, especially nooses. F the person who decided to turn a perfectly good rope into a murder weapon. Okay, speaking of weapons, one of the worst things ever created was automatic weapons and bump stocks. Let's not forget Belly 2. And uh, a list of some of the worst things ever created by human beings on the planet wouldn't be complete without the Jerry Curl. Okay, we're just talking about some of the worst things created by human beings, and Kyle is added to that list by inventing a brand new flavor of ice cream that I'm sure will be coming to a store in Montana very soon. Oh, this line of ice cream is sure to be all the rage in North and South Dakota. It will sell out at Whole Foods everywhere, and the flavor of that new ice cream is... Guess. Who wants to guess? Anybody want to guess? I already know. Guess? The white guy in the room is raising his hand. Steve, what do you think? And he thinks it's delicious. Mayonnaise! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Mayonnaise ice cream is oh. here. All right? Salute to Esquire magazine. They posted a headline that says, uh, Mayonnaise ice cream exists and it might be brilliant. Then they put, hear us out. After you tell me you think mayonnaise ice cream is brilliant, Esquire, there's nothing more to hear out or in. Okay, now Esquire first paragraph says, we now exist on the same physical plane as mayonnaise ice cream, and it's either ingenious or the end of all mankind. I'm going to take Armageddon as upon us for 500, Alex. Okay, the worst thing about this is that it looks like vanilla ice cream, so somebody could make you a bowl, you don't know any better, you take a taste, and immediately you get poisoned. All of a sudden, you want to listen to Taylor Swift and call the police on black people for doing the In My Feelings Challenge in the park. Okay, mayonnaise ice cream is what you give your kids when they not behaving. All right, my little two-year-old doesn't like to eat all her food because she's so focused on dessert, and she loves ice cream, so the rule is you don't finish your dinner, you don't get dessert. All right, bring some mayonnaise ice cream in the house, you don't finish your dinner, then you get in this nuclear weapon and a bowl for dessert called mayonnaise ice cream. Now, mayonnaise is a combination of lemon juice or vinegar with egg yolks. None of those things would taste good together frozen in a bowl. 
All right, Baskin Robbins, please don't make this your 33rd flavor. I mean, just look at it. Walk, imagine walking into Baskin Robbins and you see butter pecan, mm-hmm. chocolate chip cookie dough, mm-hmm. Rocky Road, mm-hmm. cookies and cream, mm. and mayonnaise flavored ice cream. Ugh. One of these kids is doing their own thing. All right, mayonnaise ice cream has me thinking of this quote I read about inventions once, and that quote is, an invention has to make sense in the world it finishes in, not the world it started in. See, this don't make sense to us now, but it's going to make sense in a world full of whiteness. They about to get rid of us all, bro. Okay, they collecting all Infinity, infinity Stones right now to put in Putin's inf- uh, Infinity Gauntlet. He going to snap his fingers, and everybody with melanin going to disappear, and it's going to be a world full of Taylor Swift playlists and mayonnaise ice cream, and it will all be Kyle's fault. Okay, please give Kyle Gentleman and Ice the Ice Cream Parlor the biggest hee-haw. Who's going to try it? Everybody on Fear Factor. That's going to be the next Fear Factor challenge. You want to try a bowl of mayonnaise ice cream? It sounds like that's going to be diarrhea all what day long. What about ketchup ice cream? Oh, come on. Stop, condiments? stop. Well, no, no. Or maybe yeah. a Why little honey this? mustard ice Please, cream. Stop, man. Stop. Honey mustard ice cream Ugh. might not be bad. No, that sounds disgusting, like, too. Like a little spicy but sweet. That, that sounds like spicy diarrhea. Uh, yeah, you do drink water just, to, just because you mentioned that. Or what about pickle ice cream? No, man. No condiment ice cream no. across the board, especially not mayonnaise. Stop. Condiments are meant to be condiments. Polynesian sauce ice cream. That sounds like that's going to be good. Yeah, you might like that. Yeah. Barbecue ice cream. No. No way, Jose. No. Stop or what it. about hot wing sauce ice See? cream? No. Stop it. No. See? That's what no. happens. See, white people? This is what happens when you give people bright ideas. No. Hot wing ice cream. That does not sound good. That's not even a bright idea. You got any more white ideas? Lemon pepper ice cream. No, oh, that's definitely a black idea. <laughs> that's definitely a Wednesday. Fried chicken right. ice cream. All right. Thank you, Yee. Now, uh, when we come back, G Herbo... And his producer and producer, I should say, Southside, will be joining us. Of course, G Herbo's from Chicago, so we'll kick it with him when we come back. Don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. No milk bucket, honey. Bucket like I talk it. That's my bro, he know the lingo. lingo. Ain't no bucket talking. No. This some you know, why don't we know? We know. Hold out on that coffin. Smoke the cookie. Get the coffin. Drop that fresh, I need a coffin. Calling something we do often. Oh. See the pot and I splash no dolphin. Splash. And now they go buy me a faucet. Nah. Look it like I talk a nigga and bought it. Oh. I pay the coat, so I gotta call it. Call I'm in the shit, so nigga just down me. Walk in the beard and that's all the problem. I get a rebound and talking my spouting. Ball. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it. Walk it like I talk it. Walk yeah. it. Walk it like I talk it. Talk it, talk it, walk it like I talk it. Woo. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it, walk it like I talk it. Walk it, walk it like I talk it. Talk it, walk it like I talk it. Let's go. Walk it like I talk it. Walk Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We got some special guests in the building. G Herbo and producer Southside. What's up, guys? What's going on? So I just Herbo. left G Herbo out there in Houston. What's up, man? Yeah, yeah. Just left you just, out there for trading. I just seen you like a couple days ago. I just seen Angela like two days ago. You ain't seen Charlemagne. I ain't seen Charlemagne. Charlemagne. <laughs> Charlemagne be in the cut, man. Don't nobody ever see Charlemagne, man. Never. Why's the album called Swervo? Album is called Swervo. My homie actually he named me Swervo because when I was young, like I love, like I like cars, so I used to always crash. I was, I used to get so, bad driver. Nah, not a drive. I used to get so high. I just used to <laughs> crash and hit fire hydrants, all kind of. Shit. Are you was running from police or just randomly driving? <laughs> like that too, yeah. I crashed my first time. I was running from the police, crashed hit a fire hydrant. I was like 14. I, I don't know. Jumped out and ran <laughs> when you hit the hydrant? Yeah, I ran. Oh, yeah, he was Hell 14. Yeah, I jumped <laughs> out and ran. Hell yeah, you're right. I jumped. I got caught, but I jumped out. Oh, they out caught you? <laughs> 
Yeah, I get right. it. Oh. <laughs> now, earlier this year, you got you got arrested for some some guns and stuff. Was that case still pending? Um, yeah, it's still pending. I ain't really able to talk about it, but yeah, it's still open right now. High security, man. Oh yeah, I got security, man. I do, but you yeah. can't talk about. So it. You need double security yeah. sometimes. <laughs> no, I feel you. I just remember. I remember one time we had a conversation, and you was just explaining the mentality of Chicago, and it made so much sense because yeah. even like the good people there, yeah, the good people got to protect exactly. themselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'll be having to stress that a lot. See, it seems like people are uh, uh, surprised, like with, with Swervo, yeah. that, that it's on radio so much. When I play it in the morning, they're like, yo, you playing this? Like, they, they, <laughs> they look at you as such an underground artist and they're yeah. artists that it's almost surprising that, you, that, that we're playing you on radio. Yeah, and the thing, like, that's why I feel like just the way I've been, like, my career been going over the years is unique because I've still been able, without, like, having a hit record or being on Billboard or none of these mainstream things that you really get with going to a label because I'm still independent, you know what I'm saying? I'm just really, I got a partnership with Epic, you know what I'm saying, and Sony Orchard through, uh, you know, just a partnership with label service and stuff like that. I'm still independent artist, you know, so. Explain that to the kids. How can you be independent and still sign to Epic or still a partnership with Epic? Just over the years, and, and I could thank my partner for that. He over there in the corner, uh, JB, just really showing me the game, you know, and, and just teaching me the ins and outs of really knowing how to stick to my budgets, you know, and knowing what I I got to spend this alone solely. I got to make this a month to spend solely on taking care of me and my family. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? So if that's 10000 20000 50000 whatever, and then I'm generating this off tour and this off streams and this off merch, and I got to pay for this just off. That's my budgets that the label going to give me anyway. You know what I'm saying? Even if I sign a deal and they give me an advance or whatever the case may be. These are my buddies for this. So we really paying this out of my pocket. Like, I spent 80000 of my own money on my pocket to pay for my billboards, you know what I'm saying, without a label. So when you go into a label and doing that, because it's still a partnership regardless, you know, it's going nice. to be a partnership whether they sign you on all your masters. Anyway, it's, gonna be, it's just going to be how much you giving up. What can we do for you versus how you can help me? So once you seeing that, and as we both helping each other, it's nothing but a partnership, you know what I'm saying? I don't owe you nothing, you don't owe me nothing. nothing. Right. Now, well, congrats you on your little chunky Baby Thank too. you so much. Thank you, man. That's that's I love. That's all. That's crazy. Like in that little bit of time, how a baby could change. But you got a girl or boy? Boy. Okay. How, how, how does do it change you, you so far? You, yeah. Um, I, I feel like I'm more consistent. Like I've been saying, I could I could find more hours in the day now since I had my son. Like mm -hmm. I could be more productive. Either I'm in the studio or at home. If the vibes ain't right in the studio, I'm at home. If the vibes ain't right at home. I'm in the studio. You it's know real. What I mean? Anytime. Like if I could get two, three hours out there, cause I'm busy. I gotta be grinding and. I was on the road back doing shows when my son was two weeks. Mm -hmm. So anytime I could just go home and be with him, like I was supposed to be here doing press. I had press in Chicago. It got canceled. I flew home just to go see my son for mm -hmm. a couple hours. Like mm -hmm. I know how I used to be back then. I was everywhere. Like wherever I end up, that's what I'm going to make the best of. But now I'm really like... Trying to get home. Yeah, like, <laughs> I could really find more hours in the day now, you know what I'm saying? And I'm up 3 in the morning changing diapers, getting bottles, 4, 5, 6 in the morning. Like, I'm doing the whole night, you know? Like, it made me more, like, I guess, consistent. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Southside, you got kids? I got five yeah, kids. Yeah, man. God damn. Right yeah. Okay. You ain't playing. Talking to yeah. super dad. Yeah. <laughs> now I've been having babies since I was since I was young. So the conversations between y'all change now. Then y'all might even vibe different with music. Yeah, like yeah, and, and we do. And then he, oh yeah, I be like, on it back. Like, I can't hey, really. I, I know. I probably because everybody make mistakes. I know if I was to make any mistake in fatherhood, he not gonna let me make the same ones he made nah. like, in the past. You know, like we still we had conversations. He like, nah, I'll do this or my mm -hmm. girl trip, man. She because of this, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's, that's that's regular, little bro. You're going to go through that, you feel me? So, mm -hmm. Oh, that's nice that you got somebody that could walk yeah, you through yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> How many baby mamas you got, Southside? Three. 
three. Yeah. yeah, you know, he telling me everything. He, he went me, through all He's telling me what she can't eat, what she pregnant <laughs> and everything. All right, we got more with G Herbo and Southside. When we come back, we got to talk Kanye West. And is he doing anything for the city? But let's get into his new joint. It's Swervo. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. <laughs> Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We have G Herbo and Southside in the building. Charlemagne, how did you feel about uh, Six Nine calling himself the King of Chicago? Nothing <laughs> about that. You know what's funny? You know what's crazy? I was in a club with Six Nine last, last night, night. Right? We was at Starlet. Did, did, did y'all speak? Nah. We walked past each other. We made eye contact a little bit, but we ain't really speak. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And I don't, don't anticipate need to be in that type no of shit. Yeah, right I ain't in it, no beef. I got too much good shit going on in my life right now to really be paying attention to that kind of shit. I don't care who say they're the king of Chicago. I don't even want to be in Chicago right now. I'm going to get up out of Chicago. I'm trying to be the king of the world. There I keep hearing that. Like, people say, yo, to make it, if you're from Chicago, to really make it, you got to get out of Chicago. No, you got to get out. And that's that's pretty much anywhere, but especially Chicago. I know, like, I feel I can't be bigger. Any bigger than I am right now, I can't get bigger than that in Chicago. Really? No, nah, I don't feel like Why, I Why, is that too much hate in the city? Or? Too much hate and it's just I can't really you can't be productive you know what I'm saying you can't really go to the studio you gotta think like oh man anything could happen in this situation anything could happen in this situation you know what I'm saying so for me to not be able to go through that I just gotta get out of Chicago and think when I'm in Chicago I can't think clear I can't really Mm -hmm. work clear I'm I'm only thinking about family and just Mm Surviving. Uh, yeah, surviving. Mm-hmm. That's it. Now, for you know G-Herbo, you and Chance the Rapper feel quite a responsibility for Chicago. Yeah, Chance, like, you got to tilt your hat to him. Um, I just actually had a show. I was supposed to have a show in Chicago. Where I was giving away, uh, like, $15,000 to Chance Organization for mental health, you know, and not just mental health, but, like, post-traumatic stress disorder for people who really, like, firsthand seen people die or, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? like Because in real life, and they give veterans, veterans in the army, uh, mm-hmm. therapy, all that, and they seen probably one murder, two, <laughs> two people get killed. We seen 12, 15, you know what I'm saying? Like, real life, I know people who really seen it and seen 10 of their homies die right in front of them, you know? So that's post-traumatic stress disorder, whether you believe it or not. If right. you feel like you got to leave out the house and with a gun or you're going to die every day, that's post-traumatic stress disorder, that's real you know sure. what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's real mental health that people really not understanding that this is what we go through. Like, everybody, I know for a fact at least like 60, 70, probably 80% of the male population in Chicago is suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, people who not even in the streets, paranoid that they gonna get robbed or killed. That's post-traumatic stress right Just there. Just hearing you know gunshots. Like, for real. Yeah. So, that I got that going on in Chicago. Another thing, me and my partner, um, we building a multimedia facility in Chicago, also like on the south side of Chicago, in the heart of Chicago, where it's going down at, you know. It's for people who want to do music. Like, if you want to be a, mm-hmm. a videographer, you know what I'm saying, or you want to be a producer, anything, it's going to be a real multimedia facility for people to rehearse, perform, and make beats, all that kind of stuff That's that great. we really put in Chicago, like on like a youth center, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can enroll. Nine times out of ten, it's going to be free. You know, like, we're not going to charge the kids or nothing. We just really try and give back in the best way possible. It's going to be our home, too, like the studio, you know? So I'm trying to do a lot for Chicago. I'm just quiet with it, you know? I don't really try to... I, don't, I can't have all this on one plate, can't eat two plates at once. So that's one thing with me. I really try to focus on 
whatever I'm going to focus on or at least put the best person mm-hmm. in position to focus on it. Chance still in Chicago, right? No, Chance, nah, Chance ain't leaving Chicago. That's my person. <laughs> he ain't got to leave Chicago. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, Chance, he going to be the mayor of Chicago. I was just going to say, he's like the mayor. So why does it work for him but can't for y'all? Because like, y'all more close to the street? It's, yeah, it's, it's completely different. We grew up two completely, totally different ways. Opposite side yeah. And that's yeah. what's unique about it. Like, yes. we grew up completely different. That's what makes Chance him. Because there's people who grew up like Chance who act like they meet or want to mm-hmm. rap like me or think like me. You know what I'm saying? And Chance is Chance. That's what makes it so unique. That's why people, no matter where you're from, going like really commend Chance because mm-hmm. it's so hard to do that in Chicago. It's so hard to be yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. people really following the trends, the waves. That's why people getting killed so much because there's people out here killing because they think it's really cool. You know what How I'm saying? How did y'all meet like, up? How did you and Chance meet up? Uh, me and Chance met about like six years ago something like that just being around you know like when the music st- scene started really bubbling we knew a lot of the same mutual people and we got the record fight or flight mm-hmm. me him in common that's from like 2014 you know so it was like four years ago we just got closer and closer like chance a real dude it was times i was just riding around downtown getting hot supposed to be in the studio it's one two in the morning like i'm seeing chance walk in the studio he's stopping like stopping traffic walking to the street just to come say what up and this one he big still super big you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like that just that alone, the little things like that let you know like a dude cares to how real yeah, they are. Absolutely. Being from Chicago, what are your thoughts on like a Kanye? Do you feel any connection to him, or do um, you feel like it doesn't affect he does he doesn't affect you at all? Kanye nah. lost his. Yeah, stuff. Kanye don't really affect me at all. He definitely he don't really affect nobody in Chicago. Honestly, say for instance, Kanye and Chance were to try to do the same thing. Like I still f- Kanye. Don't get me wrong. Um, I always put my desert rats on. Desert rats hard. <laughs> but uh, but if I was just saying if Chance and Kanye Kanye would do like the exact same thing for the exact same cause. There's no way that Kanye would be able to grasp more people than Chance mm-hmm. would. You know what I'm saying? And he should be able to. You feel me? Like, yeah, more authentic. You know, Chance, what Chance is doing is really his life and what he wants to do for Chicago. You they know see Chance all the time. Yeah, they mm-hmm. see Chance all the time. You Keep know it real? Like, Chance is yay on steroids. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he definitely yay on steroids. Why do you think Chance is yay on steroids? I was like, what you mean as far as what? It just is. Music-wise, everything. Everything. Swag-wise, culture-wise. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. day I met Chance, he's the same person. Still he's same. He, still he is same. doing everything that Kanye was supposed to have done on steroids. That's right. what you're yeah. saying. That's like, right. He donated a million dollars to CPS. He doing all this He's a politician. That's like for real. Like one thing I see about I see about like, it's like Chicago and shit. when I go there, that shit is still like a beautiful city. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Downtown is and Chance show that side of that. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, Swervo's out right now. Make sure you pick it up, and mm-hmm. we appreciate you guys for joining us. Yes, sir. Appreciate Southside it. Southside G Herbo, the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. I'm disappointed, man. I'm very disappointed. Why are you disappointed? Because we have a young brother who works here. Uh, he works at Revolt, actually. He works at Revolt. He's 29 uh-huh. years old. 29. Married to a white woman. That means nothing. He That's is. fine. Why okay. are you helping that up? I never thought about what that meant until he just asked the room mm. who Omar Epps is. No, he did not. He did not know who Omar Epps was. Omar Epps from Juice to Wood, loving basketball, high and learning. Like, Jesus he Christ. He doesn't know Omar Epps. The Wolfpack so gang. I don't know whether to blame it on you for, oh my gosh. you know... Interracial marriage. I don't know. I don't know. It's so sad. You might not have those '90s classics on on weekends like we do in our households. I don't know, but that that juice. How though? could you not know about that? I bet you he even knows I the, know. He knows who the star sweet home Alabama is, though. Huh? Probably knows the bet theme song you, to that. Bet you you do. Bet you you've seen the craft a million times. Mm-hmm. Why are you talking like that? Mm-hmm. All right, let's do rumor <laughs> report. I bet you could quote reruns of Golden Girls like nobody's business. <laughs>
<laughs> That's my girl, Natina. <laughs> That's her right. favorite show of life. Well, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk to Kashi69. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Well, 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 Angie Martinez will have Takashi 69 on today at 3 p.m., but we have some spoilers for you this morning. Now, here's what Takashi had to say about his song Fifi not being number one. Going against Drake is like going against God. <laughs> you know that, right? <laughs> No, no. It's like they in the threw music every, industry. They made it the hardest week, Yo. the hardest time ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's that? The, the Kiki. Of the, course. Yo, to pass that, you gotta be like, you, you gotta be Takashi Six Nine. You gotta be Takashi Six Nine. <laughs> Where did the record debut at? Uh, not number one. I'm not sure. Yeah, it wasn't oh. number one. Oh, you should have got Shiggy to do a little Fifi. Do you love me? Something, something. It's I don't too late know. now. Too late. Yeah. So, and that's not so how his song goes. The moment it passed. <laughs> his song does not go like that. Anyway, Takashi also talked about the kidnapping and the robbery where it could have ended with him dying. The talk of this whole radio station, the talk of the world, the talk of everywhere around the world would have been rest in peace 6 9 for a whole week. I knew if I didn't get out that car, I was dead. Because you have... You have what you wanted already. Why am I still in the car? That's true. He's very tr- very aware of a lot of things. He's very aware that, yes, that's probably why they still had you in the car. And he's very aware that we that would have only talked about him for a week. That's the way the game goes. But did he call you? Because when he was up here doing the interview, he said if he was ever touched, he would call you first. No, he didn't call No, me. we already determined that when it happened. No, I did not call him. I'm glad. I, I still don't know if that situation was a real situation, but I'm glad that, you know, nothing happened. And I hope he learns from this lesson. All right, now let's discuss, and again, you can listen to that um, and see that interview, 3 p.m. today with Angie Martinez. Drop on the clues, bonds for Angie Martinez, the legend. She got a cookout coming up, too, that we all are going to go to, right? Depends what food Angie is Martinez's is barbecue. I, uh, you know, that's funny. I seen her the other day. That's the first question I asked her. Word up. I said, what food is going to be there? Empanadas. Like, what? Is, is there grilled options? And then, and, she said, Let me, and then she said, let me check on that right Why now. Why I got to be empanadas? Yeah, that she's was Latino. The, Oh. So that's what all Latinos eat is Latinos eat empanadas. I love empanadas. No, my kids though. They Puerto Rican. They I don't eat know if I've ever seen an empanada, empanada at a cookout. Finally acknowledging his Latin heritage. <laughs> I don't know if I've seen those at a cookout. He knows when to be Dominican. Can they make it's empanadas on a grill? Puerto Rican. <laughs> no, they can't make them on a grill. Well then, yeah. He thought about it. Deep fryer. Like all right, now, Robin Roberts, and you can also <laughs> bake those, by the way, because I've made baked empanadas at home. Uh, uh, Robin Roberts has signed a movie deal with Lifetime, so she's going to be doing that. The first project is going to focus on Mahalia Jackson, gospel singer and activist, and the next story is going to be the real-life story of Alexis Manigo, who was abducted at birth from a Florida hospital. So each uh, will include a movie and a documentary that she's going to produce. It's going to be under the banner of Robin Roberts Presents. You know, I love that kind of action. I love that executive producing and creating film television action. So salute to Robin Roberts. Mm-hmm. Sounds good to me. All right. Roseanne has apologized. Manny's ice cream. To Valerie Jarrett for that <laughs> offensive tweet where she compared it to Planet of the Apes. Uh, here's what she had to say with Han- Sean Hannity. I'm so sorry that you thought I was racist and that you thought that my tweet was racist because it wasn't. It was political. And um, I'm sorry for the misunderstanding that caused my ill-worded tweet. I never meant to hurt anybody or say anything negative about an entire race of people which i think 30 years of my work can attest to and plus i tell her she's got to get a new haircut i mean seriously was that supposed to be a joke um, at the end you i can't guess throw so. a joke in there after you do it yeah. uh, well, no, definitely not, not a sincere I apology i was with it till she said that now you got to sit down and eat this bowl of mayonnaise ice cream and, and she white. swears she don't know valerie jared is black 
And that's her whole defense in the situation when she tweeted out Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes had a baby. Mm. Valerie Jarrett. All right, Kanye West said he's no longer taking advice for the rest of his life. He tweeted this out. He said... Um, Was he ever somebody, taking advice? Somebody told him to tweet that. <laughs> somebody advised that? Somebody, somebody, advised advised him to take, somebody advised him to send that tweet out. Yeah, I don't know if that's a great idea, but, um, you know, I'm, so what's Kim Kardashian going to do if she wants to give her husband some advice? No, maybe he meant a, a specific type of advice, like career advice, business advice, you know what I mean? Well, I would advise that he put that in there then. Very true. You got to be specific. specific. <laughs> You're right. About what advice he specifically You got to be taking. specific like the ocean. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report on a Friday. That's right. It's a Friday, and let's get to the People's Choice Mix. Let me know what you're going to hear, 800-585-1051. When we throw it back on a Friday, so if there's something you want to hear, let me know. Oh, and revo- are you going to play J-Rock win? No, I, we throw it back, E. I said throw it back. Um, that means older. Envy ready to throw it back. Okay, Envy, throw it back. Go ahead, Envy. My goodness. Revolt, we'll see you guys. This older guy throw it back. Revolt, we'll see <laughs> you on Monday. Out. <laughs> throw it back out trying to do the End My Feelings Challenge. That's what happens when you're over 40. Are you love me? What, though? Can you Are play? You oh, I know what I want to hear today for what? a throwback. Color me bad. I want to sex you up after watching that. After watching them fight? On stage. Yep. We got to throw that back. Since you mentioned color me bad, let me go do my push-ups. All right? <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to have that fat neck? No, when you seen that push. Only thing bad about them nowadays is their shape. Oh, my All goodness. Right? All right. People's Choice Mixes up next. is The Breakfast Club. Good morning.